Welcome to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast, where we feature helpful and interesting information on Oregon real estate. Now, here's your host, Realtor Roy Whiting. Many home sellers have important plans, but for those important plans to actually move forward, it often requires selling a house. So what if your house isn't selling? Does this mean your plans are destined to remain on hold indefinitely? And aren't there some things home sellers can do to jumpstart the sales process and make things happen? The good news is that there are indeed options home sellers have at their disposal to ensure that their home sells, usually a whole lot faster and frequently for top dollar. So what are these options to jumpstart an otherwise lackluster home selling situation and are some better than others? Stop waiting for your home to sell and find out more in this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. Today's program is titled Stop waiting for your house to sell. During a hot real estate market, it's understandable how some home sellers may wonder, why isn't our house selling? This often means some home sellers wait longingly, certain that if the sale of their property is meant to be, a buyer will appear. But now given a plethora of ways to gauge the popularity and market friendliness of any listed home for sale, you can stop waiting for your house to sell. It's helpful to know that there are three basic steps to an Oregon home sale. So if you're currently a frustrated home seller whose property is languishing on the market unsold, this episode is especially for you. But whether you're simply contemplating a home sale or are already well underway in the process, before you examine your best options, it's helpful to first determine at what phase in the home selling process you currently find yourself. That's because the specific factors that lend themselves to your situation can be affected by your position in the market. By position, we're not only talking about price range and property type, because if your home is already for sale, you're likely in one of three steps, or gears. These include first gear, where you receive online activity, second gear, when showings occur, or third gear, which is when offers appear. A good place to start in your home sale journey is by listing your property with a realtor proficient in effective marketing. This can include, but isn't limited to, professional photography, complete multiple listing coverage, plus extensive promotion across marketing venues using targeted niches. With those key factors addressed, here are some levers that sellers can use to help jumpstart buyer activity. In this first section, we're going to look at the more flexible factors for home sellers to consider. That's because some home selling factors are easier to address than others. So in this first section, we'll start with those that are the easiest to work with. Near the top is condition. So we begin with curb appeal. Realtor surveys consistently show that a majority of home buyers won't even go inside if they don't find a property appealing from the outside. Make sure your house looks its best from the street. For example, 
Landscaping should be appealing with obvious deferred maintenance like mismatched or peeling paint, missing shingles, and malfunctioning gutters addressed. Inside, consider a good house cleaning. Light and bright are helpful watchwords, and if clutter is your problem, a yard sale, trip to Goodwill to donate unneeded items, and even a storage unit can all help to provide a sense of enlarging and tidying up your home to heighten appeal. It's also helpful to remember that most buyers are not contractors. So unless property condition is already baked into the price, buyers will be calculating the retail cost of having such repairs done. That is, if they have the vision to see through the condition in the first place. Many buyers simply won't. And for those who do have some vision, by leaving much work to be completed, you're handing prospective buyers a sledgehammer to use in pounding on your price. Another area that home sellers have some control over is price. Correct pricing cures all ills. It's helpful to understand that home buyers, particularly those who are already homeowners, will perform research. As you travel up the housing food chain, expect second, third, and fourth time home buyers to have a sophistication and familiarity with the process. More experienced buyers tour more than a few homes in a given price range and after a relatively short time are pretty much up to speed on the market. If your home is priced over what the market will bear, expect few offers and few showings as well. If you've tested the market and aren't getting much action, consider a price reduction. That's because by your not receiving many offers or showings, understand that the market is speaking by remaining silent. Yet another area for home sellers to consider and pulling levers to make things happen is maintenance, updates, and upgrades. There's a saying that paint properly applied is worth $1,000 a gallon. So whether it's paint or other components that are very worn or dated, the same principle can apply to carpet and other areas of your home. One oft-considered question is if reflooring a home will pay for itself. Not all changes will, so because the answer can vary depending on several factors, consult your realtor for professional input on your specific situation. Somewhat related to price, but a little bit different is the price range that your property is in. It's reasonable to expect that activity can sometimes depend not only on your price, but also on the price category. That's because the buyer pool for starter homes, for example, is relatively plentiful and includes residential customers and investors. The buyer pool for multi-million dollar properties, while significant, tends to be smaller, frequently with specific tastes and preferences. But regardless of the price range, buyers will appear as your price approaches the actual market value. Just remember the definition of market value, which is the amount for which something can be sold on a given market. One other area that can help influence the sale of your home are terms. A few of the more usual home buyer terms include cash along with conventional and FHA and VA loans. One other powerful option sure to reach some added buyers is called seller financing, which is also called owner carryback or seller terms. This is where the seller takes payments and plays the bank. If the home you're selling is owned free and clear with no existing loan on it, you may be a candidate to use seller financing to attract more buyers. But how could expanding terms make a difference in selling your house? It's simple. The more options you provide, the greater your potential for a larger slice of the buyer pie. Think of it this way. 
Some buyers don't have all cash or a 20% down payment or even a 10% down payment. But given various government underwritten loans, they still may be able to buy your property. That's because certain loan options like FHA, VA, and USDA are programs that make it easier on the buyer, some with very little down. As a result, by opening up the number of prospective buyers, you enhance your odds of a home sale. There's a greater chance of finding a buyer given a larger number of prospective purchasers able to get a home loan. Now let's move into section two, the less flexible factors for home sellers. So unlike the previous factors, here are some of the more difficult seller factors to change. Location. This one's a biggie. Unless you're selling a truly mobile home, your options are really limited in this area. That's because location is what helps define real estate. Location includes factors like view, water frontage, fronting a busy road or highway, school or park. For some buyers, access to public transportation is helpful or even a must. Most locations will have pluses and minuses to different buyers. When comparing homes, buyers also frequently trade off certain factors, including location. For example, while a home may be located closer to where a buyer works, if it's on a busier than average street, some buyers will opt for proximity to work, while others who want less traffic will decide to keep looking. Another area that's hard to change for home sellers is room flow and floor plan. While removing a non-weight-bearing wall may open up the feel of a room or a floor, a home's floor plan and room flow is one of the more challenging changes that home sellers can make. One reason is because it can be expensive and another is because it may not make enough difference within a given price range and buyer group. Another trade-off is in what's lost. For example, opening up a floor by removing a wall may create a better sense of spaciousness, but it can also reduce privacy for certain other buyers having different needs. A related item would be seniors who are not wanting a two-story house. There are exceptions, of course, but if you're selling a home that isn't single level, it's most likely that your target buyers are not necessarily seniors. One other area that it's hard for home sellers to change is neighbors. I once sold a nice home on small acreage located right next to a seemingly laissez-faire neighbor regarding her own property's appearance. However, my seller clients next door were very fastidious about upkeep both inside and outside and they hoped to sell for the most money possible. So while I indeed sold her a nice home on small acreage, it came only after a conga line of buyers who voiced doubts about the unkempt neighbor's property next door. So while the property did sell, the market time was extended simply because the neighbor was less than tidy. Continuing on with the areas that can be harder for home sellers to change would be taxes, HOAs, and CCNRs. While property taxes can be appealed, frequently they are unlikely to change much. The same can be said of HOAs, also known as homeowner association dues. One of the remaining issues that's a challenge for home sellers would be lender requirements. If you have, for example, a one-bedroom home with no heat source, you can expect lender issues. Likewise, if your property is located in a recognized high-risk flood zone, another example is if your property has an improvement to land ratio that's outside usual loan underwriting guidelines. That's because for risk purposes, should the lender need to foreclose, then sell the property, lenders typically want the bulk of value to be in the home and related improvements, not in the land. You can ask your realtor if lender requirements are likely to be an issue in your situation. 
When lender requirements are an issue, it can be more challenging to sell your property. One of the remaining items that's difficult for home sellers to change would be the economy. And this includes the macroeconomic market factors like interest rates and also the more local microeconomic market factors like home inventory in your area. As you can imagine, there's not a lot that a home seller can do to influence either issue. The final issue that we'll address on what can make a home harder to sell would be stigmas. Stigmatized property is property with a detrimental reputation. Buyers can respond quite differently to the same stigmatized property because each stigma can be seen as unique. Some common stigmas can include a crime, a meth house, a death, or other activity perceived as undesirable that's associated with a particular home. The bottom line to help you stop waiting for your house to sell is to ignore those areas you can't change and to focus on the ones you can. That about wraps it up for today's episode, Stop Waiting for Your House to Sell. Feel free to check out the show notes over at OregonRealEstatePodcast.com. And for now, this is Roy with Certified Realty, wishing you the very best. Do you have a real estate question or perhaps an Oregon property to sell? Contact Roy today for a free consultation. Just call 800-637-1950 or send your email to roy at certifiedrealty.com. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast.